0: to the end of the week and a beautiful weekend it looks like it's going to be a little bit of rain in the forecast but the weather and the temperature it's warmer all next week is going to get warmer i'm loving it and uh fresh back from uh, last evening the uh, the concert itself was awesome i'll tell you about that coming up here shortly welcome to the bill michaels show coach bud i was down at the fiserv forum last night coach bud is gone and uh, some people in the fiserv uh said they could kind of see it coming. Others uh said it's a shame. They really like him. He was a good guy, treated everybody really well. But uh but nevertheless, uh Coach Budenholzer gone. The postseason record and the failure this past season uh ultimately led to his demise. Had they gone deeper into the postseason, maybe even to an Eastern Conference playoff, uh as far as the Eastern Conference uh, finals. Maybe he's still around, but, uh, you know, glaring mistakes and glaring coaching discrepancies and easily second-guessed by not only pundits outside of Milwaukee, but also former players that have been there, done that, and won championships that have heavily criticized him, said they, they, this, they almost won a championship a few years ago in spite of Coach Budenholzer. So he is out as the head coach. Of the Milwaukee Box Brewers, wash, rinse, repeat. Wash, rinse, repeat. They fall yet again, and um, just uh, uh, in, in a place where offense is supposed to be prevalent, their offense is disgusting. Here we go again. That's why I said a few weeks ago, three or four weeks ago. I enjoy the ride because you just you just wait for it. It, you just wait for it. you get what you pay for in a lot of instances, and even so, when you do pay, sometimes you don't get anything. but that being said uh eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven. Sixteen seventy. If you want to give us a shout, please feel free. To go ahead and do so. Get a hold of us on Twitter at bill underscore michaels. At bill underscore michaels. You can find Ben Kenny uh, producing the program at ben z kenny over on Twitter as well, Instagram and Facebook. You can uh, watch and pay attention to and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the Bill Michaels Show. The Bill Michaels Show on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, subscribe for free over on YouTube, and you can watch the show every day. Uh, watch the show, the the huddles, the Green and Gold postgame show, all of that stuff. uh, Just simply Bill Michaels Show, youtube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. And you can also email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. The website, simply thebillmichaels.com. You can download and listen on uh, the Zone app if you're outside of one of the areas that, uh, you know, we don't happen to broadcast into. Uh, you can find us in the zone, Madison. W O Z N. The zone, Madison, and then obviously, anytime after the program, you can always find us on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, all that kind of good stuff as well. And uh, bringing it, Ben Kenny. So uh, it wasn't shocking, Coach Bud was fired, but um, deservedly so. It's a. Uh, I mean, I I understand it. I'll say that. I I get the move. I. It had to have been done after speaking with Giannis, and clearly when he spoke after the loss, he was somewhat unhappy with how the games were managed and how they
1: played defense. Mm-hmm. I personally, when I look at why they lost, I look more to the guys on the court and how they choked away games and the fact that supposed stars just completely
0: completely disappeared when it mattered. Yep. Uh, so I, it's more I understand why they did it. I I don't think I would have. To be completely honest, I I don't think the problem uh, was the head coach at the moment. And I don't know who you're going to bring in to make that much of a difference. But if at the end of the day it was because Giannis wanted it, then that's what you have to do. The, uh, yeah, if, well, that's, you know, if Giannis thought this is what we're going to do and this is what the direction we need to go, then that's going to happen. Look, they remember it was when they went to hire coach bud and they brought him in before they made the announcement they had him sit down to dinner with with Giannis and Chris Middleton and both Giannis and Middleton kind of gave him the the thumbs up this this is a good guy this is a guy we want to have this is a guy we want around this is a guy we can work with and gave him the thumbs up which uh, which gives you as a player more vested interest to see this guy succeed because you're the one that said he's good. So, you know, if he fails, that means your decision, your aspiration to work alongside this guy, you are you failed as well. Now, I know the word failed is something that doesn't want to be placed into the vocabulary of Giannis, but they keep Giannis' brother. They've paid Chris Middleton. Um, they've tried to put pieces around him. I, and, again, I go back to that day that, you know, they're sitting in a restaurant. Giannis says to them, I you 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 keep me competitive you give me what I ask for and I'll win you a championship and he has he's paid off on that absolutely now he didn't walk in and go I'll give you one not two not three not seven I mean he didn't do any of that but he said I'll give you a championship and he has for the first time in 50 years the Bucks uh, are NBA champions but uh boot holes are hired between that 2018-2019 season you know you talk about a 5 year run they went 271 and 120 which is a 69.3% win ratio that which is overall is amazing you you, you know and, and maybe they're a uh, a little bit um how do I say this? Maybe they are a little bit shadowed because of the, the Green Bay Packers because the Packers have been of the winning franchises in history. We in the state of Wisconsin, we are used to regular season wins and then postseason failures. That's what we've become accustomed to. We saw the Green Bay Packers in 2010, 2011 get the championship, and you thought, here, go, here we go. We got the ride. We got the superstar. It, we're going to get back. It's no problem. Incredible team the next year, 15-1, and one, and then right away beaten, drubbed out, and haven't really sniffed a lot of it since. Same thing with the Milwaukee Bucks. You win the uh, you win the championship after 50 years. Here we go. Going to get back. No problem. Haven't sniffed the championship since. And as fans, we're to the point of we don't care about the regular season. Now, the bar has been set, and rightfully so, but for championships and postseason and such. But I agree with you that when you see the failures – And I don't want to say the lack of – and and the question was asked last night, did the guys look flat-footed? Did the guys look slow? Did the guys look uninspired? Did the guys look unenthused, uninterested because of Budenholzer in the postseason as they went down? Now, you get, you know, mean mug, which is a a pant load of crap because it doesn't do anything for anybody but fires up the fans, and that's about the extent of it. It doesn't do anything on the court. It, you, you're not mean mugging over anybody. The only time you really do anything of substance is if you hit a three consistently in a guy's face and he can't defend you, or you take a couple of different Euro steps and you end up, you know, dunking on a few people and they just can't handle you the physicality of it. But beyond that, who cares? So the Bucks get all hard. They scream and yell. They get energized. They get enthusiastic. The crowd gets into it. That's great. But to have home losses to where your energy zap like that, because Jimmy Butler just outwilled you? Either Eric Spoelstra, and I've always said I think he's the best coach in basketball. I think Spolstra is by far the best coach. He gets the most out of the least. He gets the most out of the least. He hasn't won championships. But for where that team has been and the way they've fought and, and the heart that they've showed and the matchups that they give, he's, he's an X's and O's guy that's straight up cut from the cloth of Pat Riley. 100%. He's he's probably one of the best coaches out there. So to out scheme and or just out heart the Milwaukee Bucks on their home floor to beat them, that was one of those losses where you just can't get past it. You know, and I'm sure Giannis couldn't get past it. Um, I I, uh, I I like I said nationally, a lot of players, former players. Has have spoken out against you know Budenholzer uh, as far as the X's and O's and the timing of certain things, uh, and even you know um, when you when you listen to some, it's not necessarily all of the X's and O's because most people will agree with you, Ben, that it's the players on the court because they just look disinterested and they got beat, they got out hustled, they got out energy, whatever you want to call it. But there are certain times when a coach sees has to see the energy slipping away, the moment slipping away, or to be able to stop it for a second and then, let's say, regroup and put your guys in the best position to be successful. And Budenholzer had been highly, 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 highly criticized for not doing those things specifically. So now now the search is on for the next uh, head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. Thomas says the Haslam effect is in full swing. The Haslam effect is in full swing. I don't know if it's the Haslam effect. I think it's more the Giannis effect. Pac fan, I did say Spolster hasn't won a championship. I, he hasn't won a championship since LeBron left, I'll say. They won one down there in Miami. So, yes. he. But my point is he hasn't won one since that 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 big three, the dream three team of Dwayne Wade and company and LeBron, everybody left. So that's that's what I'm saying because he's he's won some with, uh, with those guys. But he hasn't won anything since. And that's what he gets criticized for. Well, you're only going to win a championship if you had LeBron. Not necessarily. I think he's a tremendous coach because he's got guys and he puts them in position to win. Um, James says Bud's gone. They cleared out the office for uh, – <laughs> Jason's not walking in. That ain't happening. You want to hit us up, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Bud is out if you want to give us a shout. Uh, we got Jim Ozarski of the Journal Sentinel is going to join us coming up here uh, at the bottom of the hour. We're going to talk with Jim. He covers the Milwaukee Bucks. We're going to discuss with him his thoughts on all of this and how things have went down and what he believes to be. The uh, the downfall of uh, Coach Budenholzer and specifically more so the Milwaukee Bucks as they efforted into this postseason. So we want to get into that. Hey, a reminder: we are going to be in Verroqua later tonight, Kickapoo Creekside uh, for dinner this evening. Tomorrow at the uh, Agri Center from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. and then the Bill Michaels open one o'clock tomorrow. Shotgun start out of Verroqua Hills Golf Course. Really, really, really looking forward to all of this. So as soon as, as soon as the shows are uh, in the car, off we go. In the car, off we go, heading out. So, really looking forward to it. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. She in color, she in Welcome back. Good to have you. Hey, our friends at Kemp's. Kemp's. Everybody knows Kemp's with the uh, dairy products right here in the state of Wisconsin, and they are based in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. They're looking for good people right now, in case you did not know. Maybe you are one of them. I would assume you are. They're now hiring Class A CDL drivers for production and cooler employees, also some maintenance technicians, starting at 23 bucks an hour and goes up from there, plus... New hiring sign-on bonuses are being offered for certain positions. So if you are looking for a job, you're looking for a career, you're looking for a new career, Kemp's in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. Give them a shout. Go to Kemp's, K-E-M-P-S, Kemp's.com. That is Kemp's.com. At the bottom of the page, you're going to see um, the word careers. You click on that. Click on that. And then you can go ahead and fill out all your information, upload whatever resume you need, and send it over. And uh, our friends over at Kemp's, they want to get a hold of you because they are hiring, they're interviewing, they're doing everything right now, right here, right now. Get a hold of our friends at Kemp's, K-E-M-P-S, Kemp's.com. Kemp's since 1914. Tremendous dairy products right here in the state. Uh, Let's bring him in now. It's our guy uh, on the ground, so to speak, uh, Jim Ozarski of the uh, Journal Sentinel. And uh, he now joins us to to talk a little Bucks basketball. Jim, did you see it coming? Uh, Was it an obvious thing, or did you think, ah, maybe he's going to hold on for another year?
1: Uh, I, I guess both. Um, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't think there's any surprise here. Um, I, 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 would not have been shocked if, you know, the bucks elected to sort of take a, a Spurs approach, if you will. Um, but in the broader context of just look this, this team has won the most regular season games of, of any team in five years. And yes, there's a championship in there, bill, but I, on the satellite view, you know, three of those five years, the team didn't even uh, make a conference finals as mm-hmm. the best team in basketball. And obviously that, that first trip, you know, they had a 2-0 series lead. So, uh, you know, when, when you look at it, it as a whole and also realizing this core, this group probably only has two years left, um, it, it, it's easier to change the coach than the roster. So, it, um, yeah, it, it, it makes total sense. And now, obviously, the process is what do you do? Who do you find that can kind of handle the weight of that expectation going forward?
0: Who is that? Who is the guy that you think might be able to handle that expectation? Because there's a lot of speculation going on out there right now who may be the next head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, or at least a lot of want for uh, from fans as to who would be the next head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks.
1: You know, it's a, <laughs> I mean, it is the question um obviously i I know fans are are shouting for toronto's dick nurse they saw that up close you know five years ago when the raptors beat the bucks um but maybe what's more interesting about that bill is, is dick nurse was a first year head coach at that time and while you could say the raptors maybe didn't have the same sort of pressure from afar, but, but maybe internally, Bill, you know they, they brought Kawhi Leonard in for that. I, I think that was a championship or bust season for them, and he performed. And what I mean by that is, is yes, Nick Nurse probably should be considered, but I wonder if that informs John Horst a little bit that a, a first-year head coach may be able to handle it. Look at Darvin Ham in Los Angeles, um, mm-hmm. first-year head coach. I, I we could say that his the pressure on his shoulders <laughs> may be more you know, may not be different than what the next Bucks head coach would be. So on one hand, I I, I would want to lean toward an experienced hand guiding this team, but recent history also shows that maybe the right person regardless of experience can also do it.
0: Was Budenholzer, uh, because I've sat here, Jim, and, and I had my own thoughts, and then I watched and listened to a lot of former players, uh, one of which went as far as to say the Bucks won a championship in spite of Coach Budenholzer. Okay. Um, I, I, when I listen to them and they say, you have to call a timeout, you have to play this defense, you have to put this guy on this guy, this is where they're straight. And players know. You know, players know. They, they, they have a different insight than what we do. Do you think Budenholzer made that many mistakes to warrant that level of criticism on the continuum to where this team maybe started listening to the outside? Maybe Giannis listened or Middleton listened or Holiday listened and started to say, wait a minute, maybe this guy isn't the guy to guide us.
1: Uh, I I don't think that this is a team that really pays much attention to outside noise. Bill, I, I think they're, Quite frankly, they're all just they're grown. Um, I, I don't I don't think that they, try, I mean, I'm sure they hear stuff, but they're their own players, veterans. Um, I, I do think, at least in this particular series, Bill. I mean, there were just some things that were inexplicable. You know, the the, the lack of timeouts, for instance. Uh, you, you can't go home with th- one in regulation and two in overtime. Uh, we can debate the basketball strategy of taking Brooke Lopez off the floor in regulation. Um, but perhaps, you know, Brooke should have been defending the inbound and Giannis is sort of your your rover under the rim because he could close faster on a five-out five, five out sort of set. Um, some of that was just too in-your-face to ignore. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, the, the in spite of boot holes or things, a little bit of revisionist history, Bill. I mean, I, I literally just pulled up a story that I wrote during the finals of PJ Tucker extolling the virtues of Mike Budenholzer changing from game to game, from series to series of Jeff Teague who had played with him in Atlanta saying, yeah, this is a guy who's, who's changing and adjusting more than he ever did in Atlanta. So I I don't know maybe what's happened in the last year or two years, but I, I think to say that about a championship is, is maybe a little bit of just piling on
0: now, when you uh, you know look at this team, like you said, that championship window might be closing. Uh, maybe a year or two with uh, the majority of these guys all together. Then what? I mean, I, I'm sitting here listening today, and we're going to hear the comments later on uh, after the top of the hour with uh, outsiders saying that Giannis may not even want to come back to Milwaukee. Which I, <laughs> I, I don't. I find almost laughable because this has been his only American home. He loves it here. The people love him here. They're paying him more money than God. Uh, I know Giannis uh, years ago walked in and told uh, John Horst and uh, the contingent, hey, you put the guys around me and I'll stay and I'll win you a championship, which he's done, but I can't imagine that Giannis in any way, shape, or form is itching to leave Milwaukee. If anything, I think he wants additional people to want to come to Milwaukee. So give me your thoughts on keeping this team together, more so the linchpin that is Giannis.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, there, there's, there's a couple of things there, Bill. Yeah, I, I think, look, his status – um, and the nature of the NBA conversation is always about what's next. It's always about what superstar is going to leave where they're at. So the Bucs and Giannis are not immune to that. I think generally speaking, such conversations are, again, rooted in the, the drama of it, the talking points of it, as opposed to actual facts. Um, Giannis has two, left, two years left on his deal in the basketball world, a lot of people view that as one year, right? There's this off season, there's next mm-hmm. season. And then if, if he elects to not extend some real conversations have to be had with the organization, D- does he actually want out or does the t- or is he just going to say, Hey, I'm going to play this deal out and we'll go from there. And there's precedent there. I mean, Kevin Durant stayed in Oklahoma city. They made a final push, lost in seven games in a conference finals. Um, LeBron twice, once in Miami, once in Cleveland, stayed through his contract. Both teams went to finals, and he departed in free agency. So um, that, that's I actually broke this down. If readers want to go over to jsonline.com in terms of what what options are on the table. Now, Bill, you, you mentioned a roster building. Look, the, the rules changed on April 26th. A new CBA came in. Uh, was ratified by owners and players. And and very simply, it's going to be impossible <laughs> for the Bucs to roster build in three years uh, on their right. current pace. They just, the league changed the rules and and, and this team is going to look radically different. So I, I think if you're a Bucks fan and you're a Giannis fan, um, you, you have to look at these next two seasons as the window. And then, a different window may have to open or begun to be open in three seasons.
0: What, in your opinion, is the likelihood that in three seasons, Giannis is still a Milwaukee Buck?
1: Look, I I think this offseason, this hire, has a lot to do with that. I think this ownership change will have a lot to do with that. Um, You know, that's a radical (laughs) change in the organization, if you think about it. From West Eden's assuming governorship again to Jimmy Haslam and Haslam coming in as owners to a new head coach—that's a lot of change for a fairly stable organization. Um, so I think you know Giannis just wants the chance to win a title. So how this coach connects with him, how this front office is able to to maneuver to the degree they can, Bill, will say everything. I mean, as he, as Giannis often says, I can't predict the future, but I feel fairly certain if the Bucks are either winning championships in the next two years or very close to it, that will work highly in their favor and him, you know, continuing to stay and, and work here.
0: Jim, I know you got to run. I only got a minute, but I just want to ask you real quick: Did Giannis want this move? Did Giannis want Coach Budenholzer out, or did he just agree to the decision to move on from Budenholzer?
1: I don't think, I mean, I don't think he's the type of player to advocate for anyone's job loss, to be honest. Um, And I think whenever we hear from Giannis next, um, he'll he'll only have good things to say about a guy who won a title and and helped him develop into a two-time MVP. But I also think you make this move unless the best player on the planet is okay with the direction. That's just the power that yeah. all of players of that stature wield.
0: Jim, it's always good. Go enjoy the outdoors. I know you've been busy, and it's going to be a weird off season. and uh, we will touch base again soon, man. Enjoy the weekend, pal, okay? All right. Thanks so much, Bill. Talk to you soon. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. There you go. Jim Ozarski of the Journal Sentinel joining us for a couple of minutes on the hotline. And um, when you, when you, uh, you know – when you talk about the moves that were and then weren't made the time timeouts that were left in your back pocket, trying to stem the tide of losing that game, watching the energy be sucked out of the building by one particular player on another team. And your superstars cannot match that energy. Um, it, it just, you could kind of see it. There was a lot of question, And I'm not one to call for the firings either. And, and I, anybody that's ever listened to me knows that, but at the end of that series, I, I watched that, and it was not one of the – because I have friends that were pissed, texting me, F this, dropping F-bombs all over the place, you know, just passionate Bucks fans, not crazy stupid, just passionate Bucks fans, okay? And, but I sat back, and I watched this, and I thought, am I watching, like, dead man walking at this point? Am I watching a coach that's just kind of very quietly – sinking below the surface, like about ready to be gone. And as I watched the end of that game, and then you have your own thoughts. You know, you and I sit here and we watch games, and whether in person or on television or whatever. We go back, we check them out on the Internet, we pay pay attention to certain plays and scenes and such. And I went back and I kind of started to look at that, and I thought, I think I'm going to reserve my judgment to see if people smarter than me bring this same thing to the forefront. And then sure enough, the next day it started to happen. You're watching the NBA channel. You're watching the commentary. You're reading the paper. You're watching get up. You're watching first take. You're watching all these NBA live and all this stuff. And you, you, kind of go, okay, what I saw is what everybody else saw. And it's even exacerbated in detail by former players and coaches. Coaches are one thing because coaches have an opinion, but players, they, they know they're the ones that are on the court and then I thought, okay, is this going to be a get-out-of-jail-free card that's going to be used? Or is this the, nah, last year was your get-out-of-jail-free card. It's time to make a change because we need to go further with this team than what we are. So, you know, and, and I, I know there was there was some family tragedy and such regarding Bud, and maybe his mind wasn't there. I don't know. But when you're being paid a ton of money, to be on that stage at that particular point in time, I get it. They're human beings. I understand it 100%. We all saw it with Favre right after his dad died. The humanity side of things takes over. Whether you have a great game or a poor game, any side of it is understandable. But I, I thought, hmm, I, I, this might be the beginning of the end. And certainly it was. Now the search is on. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. You want to hit us up? Feel free. Go ahead and do so. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Thanks to Jim Ozarski, the Journal Sentinel, for joining us for a couple of minutes. Um, always appreciate his input. Always appreciate it. Good stuff. Hey, our friends at Burn Pit Barbecue. It's going to be a barbecue kind of weekend. I don't care if you get some rain or not. Doesn't matter. Going to barbecue, going to be outside, grills, charcoals, gas going, all that kind of good stuff. Get a hold of our friends at Burn Pit Barbecue, burnpitbbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com. They are veteran-owned. They started out as a little small business in a garage in Racine, Wisconsin, and they have grown and grown and grown and grown. And finally, they've got their own building. They've got their own warehouse. They are considered one of the best veteran-owned businesses in the country, and it's all because it started right here with you. The people right here in the state of Wisconsin and listening to this program. Go to burnpitbbq.com for sauces, rubs, hot sauces. They've got it. You can get it. Again, burnpitbbq.com. This is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.